Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thanks for taking a few moments to join us as we take a look at the book. God's Word tells us we have a responsibility as born-again Christians to go to the entire world, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek or the Gentile. In other words, everybody on earth must hear the gospel message of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ because it is that power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. I have in my hand a copy of a five-hour audio series on CD entitled, To the Jew First. We need to have a compassion for winning Jewish people to Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul did have that compassion. In Romans chapter 9, he said, I would be willing to go to hell myself if I could win my kinsmen, my people, my brethren, to Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Well, there's much that we have from God's Word that will assist us in understanding why we must reach out to the Jewish people. Foremost in that reasoning would be the covenants that God made to the Jewish people. Ultimately, in the end times, they will turn to Christ. Can you take a moment with me? Let's study about the covenants that God made to the Jewish people. It's part of going to the Jew first. We'll study, and then I'll tell you how you can get your copy of To the Jew First, a five-hour audio series on why and how to share the gospel of Jesus with Jewish people. Right now, let's study about God's covenants to the Jewish people. There's one more covenant we need to look at. Go over to chapter 31 of the book of Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah, and go to chapter 31. Jeremiah is a prophet to the nations. but And Jeremiah is basically... Uh, prophesying judgment upon the nations, the Jewish people as well. Uh, They're one of the nations. But here in chapters 30 to 33, he has a message of consolation. Not condemnation, consolation. And in this chapter, chapter 31, he talks about the fourth covenant, the Abrahamic covenant, the land covenant, the Davidic covenant, and now he's going to talk about a new covenant. Notice what he says here in verse 31. Behold, the days cometh, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant. Now notice, now notice, we as Baptists sometimes say, we're the new covenant church. Better pay attention to the scriptures. I don't see any place in the Bible where it says we're the recipients of the new covenant. Oh, we derive benefits, spiritual benefits from the new covenant. Notice what he said. I'm just going to read the text. You make your decision. I report, you decide. I sound like Fox News Channel, don't I? Okay, here's what it says. I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. If you can't understand that, you're not going to understand anything. And I said, he is going to promise a new covenant to the Jewish people. The house of Israel, the house of Judah. Well, that was the division of these two, uh, of these 11, uh, 12 uh, tribes in the past, back over in 1 Kings chapter 11. And so this new covenant is given to the Jewish people. What does it mean? How does it work? Verse 32, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them up out of the land of Egypt. In other words, that covenant I made with Moses, which my covenant they break, although I was a husband unto them, saith the Lord. Notice what verse 33 says now. But this 
shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts. That means they won't have to abide by the law, but the law of God will be in their inner being, so they just want to do what he says to do, not doing it to get saved. I will put my law in their inward parts, and I will write it on their hearts. Notice this. And will be their God, and they shall be my people. The new covenant is for the Jew. The Abrahamic covenant promises there'll be a nation. The land covenant promises they'll have a land upon which to live forever. And that word forever is the same word as used in the name of God. El Olim. El is God. Olim is the Hebrew word for forever. When you see, every name of God has a character of God. El Olim means the eternality of God. So he, using his own name, says, I will give you this land forever. El Olim. El Olim. It's forever. It's yours. But that's what he says about the new covenant. I'm going to give it to you forever. You're going to be my people. I'm going to be your God forever. He's talking to the Jews. Why did we go to the Jew first? He's made a commitment. Do you understand we can ride with God in what he has committed to the Jewish people? We can be instruments of God. That's why we go to the Jew first. That's why we prioritize reaching Jewish people with the gospel message. Oh, they may not trust in Christ. I was so disappointed one time that they weren't going to believe what I had to say and nobody seemed to be turning to Christ and the man that I trained to be a pastor started pastoring me. Menno Kalish here said, Jimmy, don't worry about it. Every single statement that you've made to this Jewish person, they're never going to forget it forever. It'll be on their heart, in their mind, in their conscience. The Holy Spirit can bring it to think, make them think about it. So we need to go. We might not see a lot of results. The Bible says that. There are few that are going to receive Christ out of the Jewish world at this time in history. But that doesn't negate our responsibility. we got to go. And we can go as a vehicle, as an instrument of God in his promise of a new covenant to the Jewish people. When is this new covenant going to happen? When is it going to be in operation? It's not in operation yet. But when is it? Well, Jeremiah 31 tells us. You got the chapter open, don't you? Look back at verse 8. Let me show you. There's going to be some resurrections, not the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's already taken place. But in the end times, there's going to be some resurrections. Look at verse 8. Here's what Jeremiah says as he's aiming towards that new covenant. Behold, I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the coast of the earth, and with them the blind and the lame, the women and the child, and her that travaileth with child together, a great company, shall return thither. Then they shall come with weeping and with supplication. Look at verse 10. Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the isles afar off. And he said, He that scattereth Israel will gather them and keep them as a shepherd doth keep his flock. There's going to be a resurrection of, and a restoration of the Jewish people. I will reach out into the world. I will gather them. I will bring them into the land. When is the new covenant going to go into operation? It at least has to be when the Jews are coming back into the land. Scattered for 2,000 years. When they're coming back, when they're making way into the land. Put it down. Make note. Hey, be awake. 
That's the time I'm going to become the God of the Jewish people and they will become my people. That's not today. Oh, he's the God of them, but they're not his people. We are going to try to get some of them to become his people. But the new covenant will be instituted when you see the Jews returning to the land. For 2,000 years they were scattered. Now out of 108 nations of the world, Jews are in the land. Notice it says in verse 8, I will bring them out of the north. I could take you over to chapter 16 of Jeremiah, and it says, I will reach into the north, and I will bring them out of the north and into the other lands. May I share something with you? Back 14 years ago in 1991, God laid upon the hearts of three couples, Judy and myself, Minnow and Anak Kalashir, and David and Sue Schmidt. The three of us, the six people, the three couples, six of us got together and prayed one night, and we believe God wanted us to establish a church in Jerusalem. So we moved forward to do it. We said we're going to be the leaders. Menno asked me, how do we're going to know we're the leaders? I said, if people follow us, we'll be the leaders. If they don't, we're not the leaders. And so we moved out, and they followed us, you know. And we started the church. Started with six. It's running above 300, I think, now. Unbelievable what God's doing in Jerusalem. When we started, we wanted to reach Russian people because in 1991, 250,000 Russian Jews left Russia to come into Israel. And since 1991, there's been 1.3 million Russian Jews come out of Russia and the former Soviet Union into Israel. That's a 37% increase in the population of one nation happening in 10 years. It's never happened in the history of the world. A nation has increased that much. Unbelievable. And so we started a Russian work. Russian work. We started by hiring a lady who was a lost person to translate our Russian preaching are preaching into Russian, and she started doing that. And then God moved on a young lady who was living in Russia, and I don't know exactly all the details, but he moved on a young lady to leave Russia and come to Israel. And now she's based in our church, reaching Russian people. <laughs> Do you know what Toy and Judy and Jimmy are? We are living evidence that the prophetic word of God is being fulfilled. Tangible evidence. The Russians are coming. That's what Jeremiah 16, Jeremiah 23, Zechariah chapter 2, and Je uh, Zechariah chapter 31, uh, Jeremiah 31 is talking about. He said, I'll reach into the north, and then he said, and the other countries. He's brought them in. He's bringing them into the land. He's resurrected a people. Thank you so very much for joining us as we've taken a look at the book. We've endeavored to try to explain the whys and hows of sharing the gospel of Jesus, the Jewish Messiah, with God's chosen people, the Jewish people. We discussed the day, the promises, the covenants that God made with the Jewish people. You'll probably like to have your own copy of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled To the Jew First. We look at the command, the contradictions, the compassion, the covenants as we did today, and the conflict that will ensue. 
you need to have a copy of this. It's entitled To the Jew First, and it's available at our website in our shopping mall. The address of the website, prophecytoday.com. That's prophecytoday.com. Or you can call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298, and make your order of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled To the Jew First, we have a responsibility to bring the gospel message to the Jewish people around the world. Thank you so very much for listening to this study we've had together as we've taken a look at the book. You know, when we even talk about the fact that uh, the covenants promised to the Jewish people are reasons for us to try to win them to Jesus Christ as the Messiah. But it also gives us indication we're living in the end times because these covenants will be fulfilled. God will keep his promise. We're living in a time when the rapture could take place. In fact, the truth is it could happen before I even conclude this statement. With that in mind, nothing left for me to say then except let's keep looking up until... 